You're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast, episode 45. Today, I'm talking about how to let go of worry. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, Certified Life Coach, and I'm here to help you learn to thrive, learn to stop absorbing other people's stress, and embrace your natural gifts. I'll also teach you some practical ways to manage your sensitivities. Every week, I'll be answering your questions, sharing some of my stories, and offering tips and advice so that you can be your best in your relationships, in your business, at home, and with your friends. Hey there, I'm so happy to be back again with you this week, and today I'm talking about worry, letting go of worry, how to do it, what are some practical steps. So have you ever woken up and immediately had negative thoughts running rampant? Like as soon as you wake up, yes, it's very normal, it's very common. Or maybe you spend your day in constant worry or future thinking, complete anxiety, lots of anxious thoughts. I still sometimes catch myself doing the same thing. I still have worrisome thoughts kind of knocking around in my head. And I'll tell you that worry is a form of anxiety. You probably already know a little bit about that. And I know there are so many things to worry about, especially these days. There's money, jobs, health, family members, whether or not you'll find the love of your life or whether you'll be secure in in the future, in your future years. You might also worry that if you don't worry, something bad will happen. I think I've been in that position before as well. And it's almost a form of of superstition that some of us have grown up with. Well, if you don't worry about it, you never know, something might happen. My sister and I like to call that inherited worry from our grandmother. (laughs) She just worried enough for, for the whole world, you know. Now, worry is very natural when it's a legitimate concern. Maybe you or someone else in your life is ill. Maybe they're undergoing surgery. Maybe you're worried about a pet or a sick relative. In that case, it's it's pretty normal. But what happens is, especially empaths, we put ourselves in the back burner and then we tend to catastrophize. I think that's a word. <laughs> catastrophize any kind of scenario. And so here's where it does get a bit concerning. When worry takes you into the realm of suffering. I'm going to say that again. It's concerning when worry takes you into the realm of suffering, when it keeps you stuck. There's this, you can't get anything done. You're just consumed, overwhelmed. Chronic worry is an attempt to control something that's completely out of your control. That would, is what we call a circumstance. I like to use weather (laughs) as a circumstance. You can't do anything about the weather but you can prepare. Like if you know it's going to get cold outside, you might have firewood. You might think, well, I have to turn on the heater. Okay. You might have to prep ahead of time for something. 
And when you worry, it's not your fault. Listen, we all do this. You just had, kind of give yourself a break. You've just had a lot of practice. We've been conditioned to worry. I want you to think about, I talk about this a lot, but think about the news. It's not giving you good news. Hardly ever, right? It's the news. It's social media. Sometimes we see good things, but a lot of times, you know, maybe it's people complaining or giving everyone something to worry about. So it's, it's pretty normal. I mean, these last couple of years have been pretty wacky, if I'm honest. So it, it, you start to develop this unconscious habit to worry. We're habitually kind of in the mode of creating unnecessary drama for ourselves. We create a scenario to worry about. I'm going to give you some examples or an example. I, a few months ago, I was working with a client. <clears throat> she had a lot of worrisome thoughts. I get it. We all do. That's just kind of how our brain is wired. Our brain is designed to keep us safe. And when we worry, it thinks it's doing something productive and it's really not. And this is really common. Again, family, health. She was worried about her family's health, her health, her weight, not doing or being enough for everyone else. Okay, does that sound familiar? Or that she didn't do something that she intended to do. She was worried about forgetting things. Like, what if I was supposed to do something and it didn't get done? But worry is not a true thought. Worry is a misuse of imagination. I love this. Steve Chandler, he's a great coach. He's like an original coach. Worry, he says, worry is not a true thought. Worry is misuse of the imagination. So you, it's almost like you get to choose your own adventure in the very worst way. And so we're just set up to think the worst, the worst case scenario, the worst thing is going to happen. So once I heard my client and she was like, I'm just worried about this and all this stuff, you know, just really, really, she was struggling. She was suffering and we've all done it. I've done it too. And so I asked her, I said, look, what if there's not, what if nothing has gone wrong? What if there was really nothing to worry about? And she immediately, I saw the look on her face. She felt really panicked. She looked really panicked and said, well, then I'd really worry. And I just said, about what? And here's the kicker. She said that there would be nothing to worry about. Something's really gone wrong if I have nothing to worry about. And I was silent. And we sat in this uncomfortable silence for a few moments. It felt like forever. But I wanted that to sink in. And she then, I asked her a few more questions, and then she then completely saw what she was creating on a day-to-day basis in her life. She was creating needless worry for herself and the ripple effect, the unintended consequences of that. The result was that she was handing it off to everyone in her household husband, kids, everybody. And everyone was picking that up. Now this, she was an empath. And I suspect that maybe her kids were empathic as well. 
But you know, this emotional contagion that we create, sometimes it comes from us. So what we did, this is very fascinating, and you can do this too. I had her list out all of her worries. And like, I'll write it out, you just tell me and I'll write one by one. And then we listed next to every single one of them, exactly what she could do about it. So I want to remind you that stress and worry only pretend to be necessary because it gives your brain something to do. Sometimes we can't see what is right in front of us because we are conditioned to worry about what might happen next. I'll give you another example. And it was like a worry, kind of um, something simple that ended up being very complicated due to worrisome thoughts. I have a friend, we were going to create a walking, we're like, hey, let's just go walking four days a week. We'll just check in with each other and just kind of hold each other accountable. I love accountability groups. It's so much fun for me. And so she's like, well, so when do we start? And I'm like, you can start today. She's like, oh, I can't start today. I don't have a Fitbit. I'm like, you don't need a Fitbit. Well, how many steps, how many steps am I supposed to get? I'm like, why don't you just have a watch? It doesn't matter. Like just go out the door. She's like, well, I mean, what if I don't have the right kind of shoes? Like, is this inside or outside? I mean, I have a treadmill. You see where I'm going here? (laughs) It was just like, it was so exhausting that I started to get worried. We're both empaths, by the way. I started to get worried. I'm like, do I need a new watch? Do I need it? No, I just need to go out my front door and take a right or a left and then come back. And it was this war. She never even got started. And I just dropped it because I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to go for a walk. Well, we're starting today. I don't want to break the rules. You can't break the rules. You just got to take action. Action is going to create clarity. So another little example is being worried about what other people might think. I want you to listen to that sentence. When someone says to me, I'm worried what other people might think. Okay. They get to think whatever they want. What you do is controlling what they think. It doesn't matter. One of my best coaching questions that I've adopted is so what? So what? What if, so what if they think good things? So what if they think bad things? Everyone's got an opinion. Everyone's got, you know, a brain. They get to think whatever they want. So we can really neutralize some of these worries by questions such as, so what? And what's the worst that could happen? I will tell you the worst that can happen is an emotion. I'd also love to challenge you when you're having these worrisome thoughts. Can you imagine something different? than this particular outcome. What can you imagine that could be different? So here is your think in ink action step. You're going to create a worry list. Okay, you're going to give yourself 10 minutes or fill up the page, whichever comes first. So write out your worries. And under every worry, you're going to list what you can do about it. I'll also tell you, if you get to a spot where you're like, I literally can't do anything about it. Again, weather. What if it 
snows. I don't know. If you can't do anything about it and you're worried about the snow, I'm going to ask you or challenge you to offer it up to a higher power. I like to call it spiritual assistance. Ask for spiritual assistance. Or you could do it this way. On the left-hand side, list your worry. On the right-hand side, list what you can do about it. Also, this is going to sound really out there, but you know me, I'm out there. Ask the suffering of worry to lift so that you can face this thing with clarity and faith. Ask yourself, so what? So what can I do about it? So what am I making that mean? So what's the real problem here? You can ask, hey, what can I imagine? Can I imagine a different outcome? Can I imagine something different? Can I imagine another way to approach this? So think about it. I would love to get your feedback on how this worked. So there's a banner at the top of my website, my homepage, rachelkhudson.com. And the banner says, join my free coaching library. Now this is totally free at the moment. And this is where you can find all of my webinar replays, group coaching replays, journal prompts, and so much more. And if you're ready to work with me one-on-one, you'll again, just go to my website, rachelkhudson.com and click the tab that says work with me and you can schedule your free consultation. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself, say nice things to yourself and be kind to others. Bye. Bye.